Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tyler. How we doing? Pretty good. Welcome. It's first episode. First episode. Welcome for our new listeners. This is the That's On Us podcast with your hosts, Tyler, Casey. And this is primarily going to be NFL and hockey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. It gets me excited. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. the blood flowing, you know? It's always that way. Yeah. 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 Always. That's Have us are bruised. All right. Let's get yeah, started. Yeah, we got here. our drinks going, right? Everything's flowing, right? All right. What do you right. want to go with? Where do you want to go with? What do you think about the... Uh, the Bucks uh firing Byron Leftwich. I mean, I think that was that was long long due. How uh, long? Since the bye week. I think that was the time if Todd Bowles wanted to make a change, but I understand why he didn't. Uh it's not his coaching staff, and I think we're seeing that now at the end of the season. And, and not just Todd Bowles, a lot that of the offers of coaching. Guy. Yeah. You're right. Well, Bruce Arians had one of the biggest staffs in the entire league. I mean, a lot of staff. So it kind of shows how much of a hand Bruce had in that offense last year. Yeah, I think so. I think that was obvious last two years. I mean, you go off from a drop. I mean, the line was an issue this year. I mean, we'll 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 get to that. But as far as Leftwich goes, I mean, he just didn't adjust to anything. No, uh, and and speaking on that, the last um, this last playoff game, uh, Rashard White starting to get get hot in that drive that that Brady threw the interception. Yep. All of a sudden, go, goes away from him. Oh. No play action. First and goal from the five-yard line. Did we run the ball one time? No. No, not once. But they run an RPO, probably one of the worst <laughs> RPO designs I have ever seen. Yeah, I mean, you know, classic, you know. I mean, you could say that's partially on Brady, but uh, terrible. <laughs> just terrible. I mean, it, it's just terrible. It, and, you know, it. And shame on us for thinking it was going to change, right? I mean, it's the same old Bucks all season, right? Nothing, nothing changed. It was the same Bucks all season, the same eighteen points a game, uh, maybe a little bit less than that. I'm not sure the final numbers on that, but uh, maybe you could check that on me. But I think it was eighteen points a game. It, it was bad, and you're not going to win football games that 18. way. Eighteen point four. Eighteen point four. Twenty fifth out of thirty two teams. Yeah. A team that's that was um, second last year with thirty. That's a twelve point drop off. Yeah, that's bad. With losing virtually nobody except your center, the, the uh, well, center we lose of the, the center. line, we lose Kappa. Well, the center of your line. I mean, you, you yeah. should have your tackles. Right. However, you can't say your that rep- that replacing Mason with Kappa was a huge loss. No, it wasn't. Mark Pat retiring that was big, um, and then not not having a Gronk. Uh, I definitely want to say that Shaq Mason was the underdog of the year. You know, yep. so they say no news is good news. Right. That's Shaq Mason. Yeah, you never well, heard anything bad about when him. When did he have a penalty good. this year? Right. I don't. I can't remember he had a, when he had a penalty. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe a few at the most. At the most. Never got hurt. Yeah. Never spoke out. No. No, he never spoke out. No, not a word. And well, we, we traded him for a fifth round. Fourth yeah. Round? What fifth a win. Round? What a win. What a win. Good move by Jason Lent. One of the good moves of the off season. I, I don't know if the other ones paid off. Yeah. What do you think about Logan Hall? Uh, so far a bust. Yeah, it's got to get bigger if he's gonna play. If he's gonna play that interior, I think he's gonna take over William Goldston. Got to get a little stronger. Um, I, we haven't seen much of him. I mean, you, he was at, he was at the end of the rotation. Yeah, he'd come in on the second or the third rotation. Um, nothing flashed. Yeah, that's right. But he barely got in the rotation. 
yeah, um, you know. Well, well, let's let's talk about Logan Ryan, right? I mean, paid a pretty good amount of money for a veteran to be here, and I felt like uh, I was actually didn't didn't, was, didn't play a lot, didn't play a lot. Well, I was actually excited that he uh, was uh, that you know our secondary was going to be pretty strong coming in this year, uh, yep. adding uh, Neil and Ryan. Um, but I, I mean, him, he was in, too inconsistent on and off the field. I think he should have played more corner than he did um, safety. Maybe nickel coming in as a nickel. Yeah, I mean, not. I don't want to play outside. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about no Jamel Dean on that playoff game? Bad call by the coach. Head ball coach Todd Bolt. Oh, TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was screaming. That I mean, I, I was I was surprised for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't think I, I mean he could definitely rotate in with S and B. But as bad as we get tore up on the passing game, like. You're not going to give the guy a shout out there. Well, I like I like Sean Murphy Bunting. Um, I think ball he's, hawk. I think ball he's, hawk. I think he's better in the slot. I don't think you line him up against uh, against Dean, which I mean Dean graded out great on PFF. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, uh, he, he was arguably uh, one of our best corners. Now, Todd Bowles says he was sick. He was coming off an injury. I saw number thirty-five sitting on the sideline, ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Okay, he, he wanted didn't to come that game. One time. Yeah, come on. I mean, he. I mean, if uh, if you look at the defensive spa- uh, uh, splits um, and the, the game snaps that you know Greg Allman of uh, Fox Sports reports out every uh, after the the morning yeah, after the game. Yeah, he does a great job. Does a great job. Um, something that I noticed that Todd Bowles did, did a, a heck of a lot this year was very very little rotation of the secondary. You saw we we played our th- like three safe three four safeties and two corners. A lot That's of injuries, it. though. A lot of injuries all year. Those guys missed a total of 27 games combined. Yeah, well. Um, so, maybe a little bit to do with that. I mean, we don't know. We'll see next year, right? A lot of these guys are free agents, though. Yeah, I, I would like to see Neil back. I, I think he did a, I think he did a decent job. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like we really were missing Jordan Whitehead because he was able mm-hmm. to – Stop the run, big time. Well, that's what Neil. I thought. I think that's what they were hoping Neil was going to be more like. But they, re, but they played Ant- Antoine Winfield uh, more more along the line of scrimmage than deep, which I thought was an interesting play this year. Um, I mean, he's a great blitzer, of course. But anyways, back to uh, back to what we were sp- talking about. Yeah, Leftwich. Let's okay. So fired along with. You know, the running backs coach Todd McDare, wide receivers coach Kevin Garver, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then and then you've got QBs coach retiring, Clyde. Yep, and outside linebackers coach doesn't have to do with the offense, but uh, D line coach they uh, D line coach Lori they let go. The yep. Only female. Which um, I don't know. Um, let's stick on the offense and we'll go to the defense. Uh, what do you? I mean, what do you? What do you think? Who, who, who do you want? Who do you want to see back there? I mean. We're, we have a question mark at the quarterback position right now, right? So does that affect that? Does that affect on who we bring in, or just is? Do you think Tom is is having a hand in this and how he comes back? I don't think they know. I I honestly don't think. You don't think who the organization doesn't know, or Tom doesn't know, or both? Well, I don't think that Tom knows if he wants to come back. I feel like he would have a he would have a say, and he uh, he would they would he would want to know who the have a say in who the OC is. Right, if we want Tom to come back, which I think Correct. I do. I yeah, think. absolutely. I mean, who, who's out there? 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Who's okay. that? Derek Carr? I mean, come on. I mean, uh, every, but everybody's going to be lining up for Derek Carr. Right. Um, you know, uh, if you if you want to stick to the vertical the vertical game, uh, Todd Munkin, he was with Tampa before. Um, <laughs> Let's uh, talk about those three games Todd Munkin was calling plays with Ryan Fitzpatrick. <sighs> first player to flow for over 400 yards I in mean, the first just, three games. Uh Huh? I mean, I'm saying that was that was what that was the 2000. That was 16 the, and 17. It was our OC. Yeah. Um, first three games. 4,300 passing yards in 2017, and then over in 2016, we almost had 4,000. That was with Jameis Winston. Yeah, and let's not forget Fitzy Fitz Magic, 400 plus yards first three games. That's an NFL record. I think that was 2016 because yeah. I went to that. I, uh, my first time in a, in a... We put up over 40 points against the Saints in that uh, opening game with Fitzmagic. 2000... 20, it has to be 2016. It was when uh, Winston... Uh, yeah. I believe he was suspended. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Saints game. I know what you're talking about. Um, I think we put up 48, 49. Double-check me, stat man. Double so actually, uh, 2018, he was with the Bucks as well. Um, that was year. Uh, Fitz Magic, eight games. Our offense explode. Our passing offense exploded with 5,100 yards. Yeah, but head coach uh, Dirt Cutter took away play calling uh, three games into the season. Which why Fitzpatrick threw over 400 yards for the first three games? Yeah, we got crushed in that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers game. Which game? The fourth game. The where Pittsburgh Cutter, game. Where Cutter was calling plays. Uh, you know what it says twenty seven thirty, but I just remember going that game, and it just uh, Antonio Brown was over there in Pittsburgh, and uh, uh, Conti gets gets stiff armed that game. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was a downhill. ESPN down. loves the oh, replay. Yeah, that, that was a downhill. Yeah. Oh God, how bad was Conti those years? <laughs> Mike Piscatelli years back. Oh man. All right, so offensive coordinator, right? Like the Monk Munkin. I like the connection back there. Um. What about Bill O'Brien? What are your thoughts? He's a top candidate for the Patriots right now. Well, if Brady's coming back, I would want Bill O'Brien. You want Bill O'Brien if Brady's back? Yeah, I mean, he. I think Brady had a good years with him. Um, I don't have the stats right off my hand here, um, but uh, that's a that's a Brady it's a Brady guy. Yeah, that's a Brady I, guy. I think he'd get the running game going. He did well in Houston. Um, Deshaun Watson played well for him. I agree. I think uh, Bill O'Brien bit off more than he could chew in Houston, being the GM and the head ball coach. What I, I mean, now my number one list guy is Greg Roman, who mm. just parted ways with the Ravens. I can't. I'm not. I can't get there with you. Can't get there with you. It's too much. Too much of a rushing game. That's what. It, but when have you seen the Bucks, a Bucks team with a with a good rushing game? Oh, we won the Super Bowl, baby. I mean, you, I mean, they had a great we won rushing that with game, and it was compliment. I'm talking about the most recent Super Bowl with Tom. We had we had one of the best rushing offices in the entire playoffs. We were rushing over 110 yards a game, I think, for each playoff game, and that complements Tom Brady's style of play with play action right now. Correct. So you don't have the best rushing offense, but if I'm with Greg Roman's offense, that's what all evolves around, and I just don't think we have the backs for that type of offense yet. Now, but Greg we, Roman's creative. We haven't seen Roman with good wide receivers. Right. Right. And he's creative. He's creative, but I mean, he's been in Baltimore and that that um, AFC North division for so long. I mean, that's that's a tough division up there. Um, I I just think you know, 
I, he's been running the pro style offense with Lamar, all those running backs. Um, not not a lot of yards. I mean, Lamar's stats dropped off. I mean, let's talk about the touchdowns interception ratio. Um, I just the Bucks. I don't think are built that roster is not built that way. Yeah, um, that doesn't mean you can't build it. I mean, the, I, I, if Tom's coming back, I don't. You know, you don't go with Roman. You're right. If it, you're right. If Tom's coming back, I don't think Greg is the answer. Um, I, I I would like to see a uh, Todd Munkin or Bill O'Brien. I think Brady will flourish under Munkin. Yeah, I agree. That's the fan favorite. We'll Cre- we need creativity. God, if I see another, you know, first down, run up the middle, third and one run up the middle, or if I see a jet sweep with Julio Jones, Mr. 80-year-old man ever again in my life, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, you know, when I'm sitting up in those stands. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's everybody in the stadium every time they see that play call. Jet sweep, Julio Jones, here he goes. You're terrible. Or how about how about let's throw the ball to Tom Brady, right? Like, let's put Tom Brady out as receiver, throw him throw the ball. My fan favorite, my favorite was, uh, I call it the Dirk Cutter special screen on second down. Wide receiver screen. I it, Every play. How many times have I seen that this year? A run on first, a screen to Godwin on second. Yeah. I, I remember when Dirk Cutter was uh, was our head coach. I think it was the Buffalo Bills game. It was the game that uh, we lost towards the end. I think I think Adam Humphreys fumbled the ball. I think, I think right. it was something, something around, along that nature. We threw we, – Cutter called three straight wide receiver screen passes in that game. And y'all could check me on this. But uh, I just remember I was remember fuming over this. That's, that's, that's left, right, left. Yeah. I mean, I just was, I was stunned. Yeah. No, cre- I mean, and you know, the, the game is evolving so much with with motion and all this. And I mean, let's look at Andy Reid's offense, right? Doing the merry-go-round. Come on, <laughs> sick, embarrassing <laughs> the Raiders. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm all, I'm all about embarrassing the Raiders, you know, yeah. but uh. But again, he's got the offense to do that with. But as long as you're creative, I mean, let's talk about Brian Dapple, right? Coach, coach of the year, coach I, of the year, in my opinion. Doug Peterson, close second. Close second. Close uh, second for regular season. Close second. Uh, Dan Campbell also. Um, oh, Dan Campbell. You gotta have a strong. Yeah. I mean, Dan Campbell has turned that franchise. If I was a free around. agent, if I was a free agent, I go to Detroit. Yeah, I'd love to play for Dan Campbell. Not really an athlete though, so can't really go there. <laughs> you know, that's okay. But I'll, I'll support you. You know, Lions. Uh, speaking of OCs, there uh, his there, uh, Ben Johnson. Uh, the... He declined to go yeah. anywhere. That's that's rare. Like you only get to be a head coach almost once in this league if you're lucky, and that's a big pay jump. That's a big pay jump from offensive coordinator to uh, head coach there. Yeah, but I think he's banking on that. They're really gonna do some crazy things there, and that's that. You know what that also speaks volumes to is is Dan Campbell. He wants to stay there. It's a culture. Yeah, he's building a good culture there. Yeah. So Bruce Arians did in Tampa culture. Tom Brady. I mean, he brought a Super Bowl in the first year. I mean, I'm not. I'm never gonna complain about not that. Not his People, first year. There's a lot of complaining Bucks fans out there right now. Fire Todd Bowles for the whole rebuild. I don't feel like <laughs> what. What are you? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? That was actually Bruce Arians' second year. We had one year. That's with, right. With That's a, right. A thirty for thirty years. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nice family though, Jalen Swenson. Nice family. Some say he's coming back. <laughs> Todd Munkin did uh, th- did uh, coach him. 
Yeah, for 30. For 30. <laughs> no, Bruce Arians was 30 for 30. It was worse under. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you can help Jameis be Jameis. You know, I think he's going to be a uh, backup quarterback in this league for a long time, and maybe he'll get another shot, but he can't beat out Andy Dalton. I don't rifle. know. I just, it's crazy to see how far he, I mean, Plummet. he put up some numbers. Yeah, we were behind every game thanks to his interceptions. It's just true. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to throw the ball, right? <laughs> Wasn't his first pass a pick six? <laughs> yeah, his probably. first and last pass. As a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, was a pick six. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've Tennessee to start the game to start his career, and the Falcons I think was the end. That's what made us go seven and nine and get Brady. Yeah, I think that's what made us get Tristan Wirfs too. Or was Wirfs already there? No, Wirfs was a rookie. Twenty twenty was a rookie. It was Tom Brady's first yeah, year. Yeah, Tom Brady's first year. Because they're like protect yes. Tom Brady's right side. Yep. Yeah. Baller. Baller. That pay, pay him the bank. That dude is crazy good. Pay him the bank. How long do you think Donovan Smith's going to be around for? you think he plays a couple more years? Who? Donovan Smith. I mean, he had a bad year this year. I mean, he had a lot going on off the field that we learned later on. Um, wasn't Didn't seem focused, right? Yeah. Um, that seemed to be a theme of this whole team. This Not year. focused this year, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. We will never know. Um, you know, Brady has a good excuse. You know, um, I wouldn't even call it an excuse. Let's call it a reason, right? I don't. Yeah, that's we don't true. like excuses. But I mean, Donovan Smith, um, for you know, he went from an All-Pro left guard right next to him to a rookie who got who's getting blown up consistently. Yeah. Does that does that affect his play? I, I mean, think does, so, of course. And I, I think, think he's taking more of and the defense weight. is defense is new where to attack Absolutely. attack our line. So I mean, he that was. Also getting exposed more. Yeah, yeah. You have to throw chips more, more. You know, using. The I mean, and maybe if he doesn't hold on some of those plays, like maybe Brady gets hurt, takes some some hits. He, you know, you know I, I mean, that's, sometimes that's always hindsight. Is better than a touchdown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's always hindsight. Just you know, I hope he's back next year. If he is back, um, I hope he focuses because let's uh, you know the year before one of his best years ever. It's one of the best years I ever see Donovan Smith play. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, just I think Brady's style of getting the ball out quick, um, and Smith not being an being on an island for so long, also helps. Yeah, yeah, and and then we had Gronk too. His great blocking. You uh, know, he we missed Gronk chip. I mean, man, you want to talk about a reason maybe why our run game wasn't the same? Because he blocks like a like a yeah. hacker. Yeah, Kim and uh, Kim and Brady's not a blocker. K starting starting to get there. I kinda like I like, like his development this year a lot. Yeah. Co Keith. Um, we'll get into all that. Um but for 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 OCs, that's our that's our number one business for the off season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You going I mean, Munkin? Who do you think No I'm going Munkin. I want some creativity in this offense. Do you no, that's who you want. Who do you who do you actually think is gonna go? Bill O'Brien. You think Bill O'Brien, the one that just interviewed with the Patriots, calling them the front runner? Yes. I don't know. Yes. What about you? What about your take? I think it's someone that we don't. We're not even talking about. I think Frank Wright's going to be. Oof, that would be nice. I, I would, would not hate on that. I would not. I didn't even think about that. That's, that's a good Frank thing. Wright. He's out there. He's looking for a job. 
Um, and that's what the Bucks do. They don't get the, they usually don't get the flash, unless it's John Gruden. I think we might need the flash in this case. Yeah, it's just it was so boring. It was so boring for eighteen games, right? Mm-hmm. So boring for eighteen games. I need some flash. It was definitely. It was a hard to watch season. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't the NFC South, uh. <laughs> eight and nine, baby. Right, right, all right. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, we spent a good amount of time here on the OC and a couple other things. Let's talk about the playoffs. Want to get in the playoffs this weekend? Who do you like? Who's your underdog? Who's who's the team that? Out right. of the, out Is of this the considered four? an underdog? I don't know if this would be considered an underdog, so I'm gonna say it's not. New York Giants. Not, I think they go into Philly. They're an underdog, but they're not a big underdog. Right. Philly's been sitting. Hurts hasn't played in four or five weeks. Except for he played two weeks ago. Didn't look great. Did not look great. Well, besides the one game. Yep. That was the last game of the season. Okay. Didn't look great. Playing against Giants backups. That's who they played that season. I mean, what? what I mean, let's – you. First seed, right? You're going into Philly. That's going to be a big game. That's going to be a rowdy game. I t- I'm taking Giants in that one. Giants you, know you're, ta- you're taking Giants? I, I'm taking the Giants Giants, as well. know, Giants know them. It's just it, – it's going to be similar feel to what the Jags did to the Chargers last week. Um, them just, They're being underdogs. Uh, everyone, you know – now, they said it was, it was going to be a close matchup. Uh, but, you know, they're right, the Jags. Here's, here, here's your live spread right now, right? The Eagles are favored by seven and a half. They're favored by seven and a half. That's insane. You think that's too much? Yeah. The Giants are dogs. They play They play for Brian Dable. They play for him. Daniel Jones, first quarterback in the playoffs to throw through over 300 yards and 80 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Well, I think Saquon Barkley has a lot. Him being healthy, him looking like his rookie year. And having a coach that has a clue. Yeah. I think that, that, that helps. <laughs> you know, it's a little rough, you know. Uh, and then not only that, they didn't give Daniel Jones his fifth-year option, right? So he's playing for a contract this year. And he's going to he's gonna make the bank. I don't think he's going to make what Burrow and them are going to make. Um, no, but he definitely is going to get a contract after, yes. contract after this. Yes. 100%. I mean, that's a good problem if you're a Giants fan to have. I didn't watch too much of the Giants this year. You know, um, I know I know Saquon had a good year, and uh, Daniel Jones, obviously. Um, I did watch a good bit of the Eagles. Eagles, when they're hot, nobody can stop them. Uh, A.J. Brown is a beast. Yeah, that, was a, that was a steal. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, my underdog is going to be everyone's going to hate this going Jags wow I'm riding the wave wow Duval (laughs) yeah wow there's always one in the crowd man there is always one in the crowd I don't know I just think uh, they played them this year there was 27-17 um, Close too, a lot of turnovers. Jags got a lot of turnovers, but yeah. only got seven points off I those mean, turnovers. The, the defense is a little ferocious. How about that onside kick to start the game? Huh? How about the cojones on balls. Doug Peterson? Big balls. That was big balls. Let's, 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 Doug Peterson, that's on me. 
That's on me. That's on me. Uh, that Chargers game, he had balls. Oh, uh, impressive. the play calling. Absolutely impressive. That play, second play half. Play calling. You want to talk about play calling? <laughs> and they almost hired Leftwich. Oh, my gosh. Imagine the mistake. That would, how many years that would set back Jacksonville? They dodged a bullet. <laughs> Quite a lot of bullets there. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, Doug Peterson got them boys playing for sure. And uh, what a comeback win. I mean, yeah, Brandon Staley, defensive mining coach. You can't let that happen. Surprised he still has a job. 27 nothing. Yeah. Again, surprised he still has a job. However, um, I did say that after the Jags, that they, they got down because of the turnovers and such. Um, you know, I just said Trevor Lawrence, he looks rattled. He looks like it's his first playoff game. Yeah, it definitely did. 100%. I said, and they weren't really giving him in the very beginning. I don't think they were giving him that easy of that easy of a look. Um, I said, give him give him simple completions, let him get in the rhythm. Yeah, and he'll be fine. And and you you saw that coming. He got started to get comfortable. He came into fruition. Sorry, yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he started he started to get comfortable uh, towards the end of the second half, and I was like. This has that feel to it. Let's, let's talk about him. Travis Etienne for his first playoff game coming off that injury last year. His brother's at Florida. Beast, by the way. <laughs> oh, Travis Etienne is a beast. Doesn't look so bad for taking him in the first round now, but issue is running backs got short short shelf life. You know that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, how about that fourth down play? Oh, oh the cojones. Uh-huh. Oh, the cojones. What was it? It was like they had – it looked like they were going to try to push the pocket. long one, yeah. They looked like they were going to push the pocket on the um, uh, on the QB sneak. Uh, there was uh, three lined up in the back. Yep. Uh, ETN was on the left side of that, and they pulled. They was it was it a play action? I know they pulled the sweep out. They pulled. They pulled the sweep out. So they swung the pass to the right ETN. Oh, seriously. And it was just nasty. It just. Yeah. They didn't see it coming. Yeah. What a play. What, what a play. play. So you you think they go into Arrowhead? One of. If not the Pressure. loudest, the loudest stadium in the National Football League. Pressure. Yeah, I mean, but really, they have Patrick Mahomes who's been playing look, at lights look, out. Do, is it pressure anymore for the Chiefs? Is do you think it's really pressure anymore? Do they have pressure for their wide receivers? Absolutely. They, Travis Kelsey. They have Juju. Uh, VS they got a cadaverous Tony who pulls a hamstring every two games. Cadaverous. I know cadaverous because you know pulls a hamstring <laughs> every two games. Shout out to the Florida Gator. <laughs> well, you know how that goes, but he's you know electric when he plays. They have Kelsey. Uh, I think it's gonna be you're gonna see a lot of Kelsey. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, beast line. in the backfield, great, great catching it out of that backfield. And uh, you know Claude Edwards there, he's there. Uh, Pacheco, rookie running back, he's he's come along towards the end of the season. They still have Clyde Edwards. I don't. I just don't know. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Just not fitting in there. But uh, man, it's tough to stop Mahomes in that offense. It is. Um, and, and you can't you can't score field goals if you're the Jaguars. That's not going to cut it. And, and they know that. But I think the I think the Jags have a good pass rush, at, at least uh, as of late. Um, and I think I think they if they can get to Mahomes, they can rattle him. I, I think I'm, honestly I I think tough they were, to rattle Mahomes though. I mean, that guy's this year he was tough to rattle because he looks like he's playing out of he, he's absolutely playing out of his mind. 
Uh, you know, when we're losing Tyreek Hill and still producing with with these players. I mean, Miko Hardman was was injured most like. Yeah, they're coming on though. You know when they needed to, and they they look good. I mean, Mahomes is magic on the field. I love watching him play. One of my favorite QBs to watch play him and Josh Allen. Um, and Andy Reid, Mahomes in the playoffs at Arrowhead. That's a tall task for. Jackson. I would love it though. All right, give me what's your score prediction. I I think if Jags are gonna win this, they're gonna have to score some points. Mm-hmm. Um. And the, the, uh, it's going to have to be 30-plus. I'd say, realistically, 35-31. Jags. Jags comes in with a touchdown late. Touchdown late, huh? The over 30 points, but, like, I mean... They've only scored 38 points. That was the highest they scored back in September. You tell me. I mean, are they, they going to get 38 again? Who are they playing? So 38 in week three and 40 in week 15. I mean, other than that, they're kind of right around that 30 mark. I mean, that's going to have to be one of their best games. Um, I mean, when when they played the good teams, they stepped up. I mean, look, they beat the Chargers twice this year. First, right. first time they whipped the Chargers. Yep, early in the season. Okay. Um, yep. They beat Baltimore. Yep. Lost to Houston. Beat Dallas. Put a 40 on Dallas. Yeah. Let's they, look at they've the, beaten the team. The Giants, they, they lost to the Giants, but they were close. They only lost by six points. Philly lost by eight points, and that was when Philly was red hot. Right. Well, let's look at that, that Chiefs game, right? I mean, one of the big one of the biggest plays of that game, uh, or one of the biggest – stats of that game is the turnovers and not scoring off the turnovers. You got to score off the turnover. If, if you're getting turnovers like they did on that game, yeah, you've got to be able to capitalize when you're playing when you're playing the Chiefs. Kansas 30, one interception. Right? Jacksonville, zero that game. Fumbles lost, two. Jacksonville, zero. They win the turnover Spreads battle. Spreads minus nine, Kansas City. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. You know how many points I won in my first meeting? Ten. Vegas knows. They always know. Yeah, but that was earlier in the year. Yeah, it was. I th- I definitely think this team has grown since then. Um, and, and now, I and now, now I th- Trevor's got that win. He's got that playoff win under his belt. And I, I think those, I think those wins earlier in the year really, really did some. Uh, Really did some good things for his confidence for the whole team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, beating Dallas, beating Baltimore and Dallas back to back. That's when that was. That's when it was impressive to me. Yeah. Well, I was like, wow. Okay, the Jags, you actually have a chance. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree. Man, I really wanted to see Detroit to win. <laughs> Baker Mayfield screwed up the playoffs. Thanks, Baker. For three teams this year. Baker, appreciate you. Just being terrible. You know they do say that. Baker may come back. Baker, Baker Mayfield, Baker. not really an athlete, not really a quarterback. Should just probably stick to lawn maintenance at the Brown Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Progressive in a while. Oh, man, haven't seen one of those in a while. They stopped playing those, huh? <laughs> they terminated his policy. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, T-Dog. That's a good one. Number 17, Bake. 
All right, Where so does that's, he go? that's your underdog of the playoffs, huh? Let's we'll stick here. Let's stick here. Let's take a I love the now. underdog story. Yeah, I mean, Giants. So here's my prediction on the Giants, right? We didn't, we didn't go predictions that game. So I think Chiefs win, by the way. Um, Smart choice. I, I, I think Chiefs win 41 to, 41 to 30. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, 41 to 30. I think Giants win. I think Giants up. I think I think this game is going to be real close. Uh, last minute field goal, Giants win. I'm gonna say twenty. Twenty seven, twenty four. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty four, Giants. I'll go twenty eight, twenty seven. Ooh, one pointer, huh? Yeah, I like that. I think it's all right. All right, so let's talk about those those two games on Saturday. Look at that, we covered both games on Saturday. Both and underdogs. Then you got the, you, hey, well, you want underdog Chiefs for me. On so then the early game on Sunday is um, Buffalo and Bengals. All right. I mean, for me, it's all about the Bills. Let's go. It's redemption time for the Bills, you know. After the way they lost that overtime game last year, Kansas City. Well, this is the makeup game from uh, when Hamon fell out. Yeah. And that one, I mean, that one was going to be. What do you you think about that? And now that Cincinnati has to go to Buffalo. I think. It is what it is. It it is what it is. And I think it'll add fuel to the fire, especially Joe Burrow. I love his comments this week. Hey, they're road dogs. They play hard on They went to the Super Bowl on the road. road. Said he likes it on the road. Right. Because it's just him and his teammates. More fuel for the fire. They are selling uh, tickets to Atlanta for Buffalo versus Kansas City. More fuel to the fire. I mean, that has to be done from a logistical standpoint, obviously. I think Bengals win this game. You think Bengals go into Orchard Park and upset Josh Allen. Uh, it is it is underdog weekend. Except for the Cowboys. We- oh, yeah. Not taking the Cowboys. I think Purdy looks pretty one more week. All right. All right. So, all right. You think Burrow goes in there, right, with that, you know, scratch. Not even scratched up. With that banged up offensive line that has Burp. nobody. No. Jaguars is more of hopeful thinking. Giants is, we could see that happening. Yes. Burrow is going into Buffalo. Oh, this is your lock of the week. This is my lock of the week. <laughs> lock. You heard it here first, folks. Lock of the week, Cincinnati over Buffalo. I mean, you, you look at the, I mean before that injury to Hamlin happened, right. 7-3, and they're starting to drive again. That's a lot. There's a lot of time left in that game, first quarter. I can't. That, that game's basically nothing. You know, we all pray for DeMar Hamlin's health, and he's getting better. Thank God for that every day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just... I just don't see – I don't see that offensive line holding up to that Bills defensive line. I mean, Bills Mafia, right? Bills Mafia. They're going to have that team, that stadium, rocking and rolling. Well, we saw what, we saw Minnesota go in Buffalo in the snow. Yep, yep. That was when Kirk, you know, could play. That was a crazy game. It was a great game, actually. One of the best regular season games I've ever seen. Was it snowing that game? No. Nope. Was that the snow game? It was not snowing. That was when That's Miami right. came in there, That's and then right. uh, they were right. throwing uh, ice yeah, balls out. Was. Of that. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, was. Love that. Don't ever change Bills Mafia, by the way. Don't ever change. One of my friends, shout out to Mars. She was in the stadium. She's a big old, big Minnesota Vikings fan sitting up there. That was an intense game. But anyhow. Uh, All right, your keys to the game, then, for, for a sense to win. I mean, I... You know, give me the keys. How does Cincinnati the, win this game? Get the ball out fast. I mean, that's that's gonna protect have to Burrow. Get the ball out fast. Score fast. Okay. 
right. any defensive keys or are we just if it's just <laughs> good luck on defense against Josh Allen and the Bills? I mean, I think I, I think they're gonna have to get pressure on Allen. Absolutely. I mean, you double digs all game. Make make Gabe Davis. Isaiah McKenzie. Make Gabe Davis beat you. <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie's got he's, he's got good. flash man. He's good. Yeah. Um. You know, for Buffalo, you know, win this game, I think is uh, Josh doesn't need to try to do too much here. You know, I think they need to rely on James Cook a little bit more and Devin Singletary. I think you have two great backs there in Buffalo. It's gonna you're playing night, you know, not nighttime, but you're playing late in the day, and you know that weather's gonna be cold. I at fifty degrees in Cincinnati this weekend, right? What do you think it is in Orchard Park, Tyler? I'm gonna guess in the what do you think? Teens. Yeah, in the teens, it's gonna be cold. I'll tell you that much. I, you know, Cincinnati's an older team, but you know, playing in Buffalo is a, a different story. I think um, for Buffalo to win that game, you need to rely on James Cook, Devil Singletary, um, and then when you need to, Josh Allen's going to be Josh Allen. He needs to run the ball when he's got the space, and then um, he needs to make those perfect throws down the field that we know he can make. I think I think that's their that's the way they beat the since he's got a good defense. So I think that's the way to beat him. What do you got? What do you got for weather for me? It's you know, it's gonna be tough, Bengal fans, but uh, it's gonna be thirty-five and snowing. Oh, <laughs> nothing Ohio ain't used to. Ah, uh, dude, dude, Ohioans know. They know. There's some tough fucks out in Ohio. Eighty percent chance of snow Sunday. Yeah, that's gonna be a hell of a game to watch. To change your view on 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 who you're picking here? No, I'll stick with it. All right, all right. So that's you know, I think that's offensive keys. I think uh, keys on on defense for Buffalo. Um, pressure, pressure, pressure that line all game long. Don't let up. Don't let Jamar Chase get deep on you. Don't even give the time to let Jamar get deep. Uh, Trey Davis White's going to be on him. That's going to be a great matchup to watch. I'm excited to watch that all game. Don't let, don't let Chase short or long or medium. Just don't get him. Don't, don't, him, get, don't him, get him going, right? Don't get him going. Yeah. He's like, going. he's, hey, they got, they got some good receivers there. T Higgins, you know, um, uh, also great Tyler receiver. Boyd. Oh boy, yeah, they got a great trio going on there. Love it, yeah. I love it. Uh, I just, I, I just like Clutch Burrow. I think he, I think he goes in and takes care, of, takes care of business. Then they go back to the Super Bowl. Ed, edge special teams, the Buffalo Bills for sure. Now you mind? I, I, I think uh, Kansas City doesn't want to see. Kansas City doesn't want to see Buffalo. They don't want to see the Bengals either. They're gonna have. They to. got beat last year by the Bengals. Yeah. Road dogs. Might be filled with fire for him, though. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could be. All right. So let's go to the last game. So let's go. Uh, predictions. Let's so go. Dallas. Let's go score predictions before we move on. Hold on. Let's score predictions. Um, I'm going to take Buffalo uh, 35 31. So you're taking my jog score? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think. Tick tock. I don't think there's going to be. I don't think it's going to be as high of scoring. I'm going to go 24. 20 Bengals. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Low scoring. Okay. All right. Let's let's. let's if it go. snows as much as 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 I say it is. Right. Which you know it could go both ways. It could go six feet. You know, <laughs> snow in Orchard Park. Excited to see this game. I'm excited to watch it's this. It's gonna be fun. Um. All right. Let's go. Uh, Sunday night football. Right. We got the cowgirls. Oh, cowgirls. Oh, cowgirls. Going against. Them Niners. Rock Purdy. 
Purdy in the Niners. What a story if he is, man. Kid's, kid's balling. He's. I I I think Kyle Shanahan has. He's I think, not Mister Relevant anymore. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you're right. This is a uh, perfect, perfect offense for for this type this for this quarterback. Uh, he doesn't look like um, a quarterback that's going to win you any games, um, and a and a traditional offense, in terms of like of a vertical offense. Yeah. Um, I I think Kyle Shanahan really plays to his strengths. Playmakers all over that offense. It's just they they they're doing the short game, the play action, the run game, the the, the motion. I mean, everything works. And that's not even the best part of their team. Think about that. The defense is the best part of that team. Defense is number two. <laughs> defense. You better watch out, Dallas. Now, Dallas, this, I think this game's going to be closer than a lot of people think. Um, Dallas looked good against the Bucks. I don't think that, that's hard to do, but they look good against the Bucks. Got to give credit where credit's due. Dak looked good. He looked good back there. Did not make any mistakes. Dak looked good. Yeah. Uh, No run game. Yeah, what's uh, up with that? I mean, it they was, need to use they need to use Tony more. You know, Tony's got juice, real, real juice. Yep, and uh, yeah, it, it was sad when I was getting excited about see Zeke. Zeke's, I don't, I can't remember when Zeke ever had a good game against the Bucks. I don't. Maybe his rookie year. I think I think they need to use Zeke probably a little bit later on in the game. You know, depending on how this game goes, if it gets too out of hand, you're gonna see a lot more Tony Pollard. You're gonna see a lot of Dak Prescott, and you're gonna see a lot of passing. Yes, C.D. Lamb. Guy's a baller. My heart still hurts over that, over that game. I know, especially when when they did that. Talking about the Bucks Cowboys, yep. when it, that fourth fourth and goal when no one sets the edge and he just runs in. I threw up my hands. Just is what it is. So Niners, you think Niners take this game handily? You think it's close? I think this game could be closer than most people think, but I also think it could get a little out of hand. Um, I th- I. I th- I will say this will be if the Jags don't implode mm-hmm. in Kansas City, which can happen. Uh, we saw how that first half went against the Jags. Even though I'm picking them, I think they come out firing. I think this could be the most lopsided game out of any of the four. Has the, has the potential to. I just I think that defense could really get to Dak, and we've saw we saw what Dak we saw inter- Mr. Interception this year. You get Dak r- rattled. You know, uh, I'm just looking at the report here because it's been raining a lot in California. Um, not many, a lot of winds, but you're gonna get you're gonna get some rains later on in that game. So I, I don't think the weather's gonna be too much of a factor in that game, like Buffalo and Cincinnati. But I think 49ers can play in any game, <laughs> any weather, it's, anywhere. I just like their style of play. It's just. It's efficient. 49ers could go play on a floating football shield out in the middle of the ocean, and they still dominate you. That's very true. <laughs> they could play anywhere, those guys. Oh, they on like an 11-game win streak? Crazy. It's crazy. Uh, we'd love to see it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I really don't want to see 49ers in Kansas City again, but, um, you know, that's a very good possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh. I think um I think the Niners uh I think they win this one handily. Um I, 35 to 21 handedly. Handedly. I could definitely see I could definitely see them scoring 35. Um 
think Dallas gets more on that defense. I know. See, that's it's At what home. what Dak shows up. <laughs> Interception, Dak, or uh, you know, composing the pocket. He had a really good game. I don't think that's going to be two for two. That's going to be tough. I, I I don't. I mean, I I don't see Dallas scoring more than twenty points against this team. What do you think the average points per game that the uh, defensive is allowed? The 49ers? Yeah. 16. So they only allow 300 yards per game. That's first in the NFL. You're spot on. Good call. 16.3 points per oh, game. Oh, look at that. Man. Rushing yards, second best, 77. Only giving up thirty nine percent third down percentage. I mean, this is a tough task. That's modern day, top notch defense. Because I mean, teams score best turnover margin in the league as well. Yep, told you efficient. Plus thirteen, efficient. That's gonna be. Uh, hey, I have a stat for you. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. I want. I want a good stat of the day. What do you got what for me? Did, how many points? How many points did the Bucks Super Bowl defense? In 2002, without looking it up, how many points per game did they give up during the regular season? 2002 Super Bowl. In my opinion, a little biased, best defense to ever win the Super Bowl. Obviously biased. Five interceptions, three touchdowns. Yeah. Against uh, the number one offense in the Mm. league. Yeah, Raiders. Ex coached by John Gruden, Raiders. Twice. <laughs> Where are you going? All right. Um, points per game, huh? Fifteen point eight. Remember, this is two thousand two, not the modern day. Yeah, fifteen point eight. You're off by a lot. Really? Yeah, it was. I mean, it, this rivals some of the. This is right. Rivals some of the best. Like I think the Ravens are the um. Uh, the 06 Ravens, I think, was close. I think it was that one. Um, 12.3 points per game. Wow. It's impressive. Four Hall of Famers. About to be five? No, I think it's three. About to be four. Rondé deserves to be in the Hall. He I sh- mean, he's, he should have been, been there already. First ballot. Yeah, shame. Who's in charge of the Hall for the Bucks? Ira Kaufman. Right. I'm actually I think sure. it's Eric Hoffman. He needs to do his job better. That's all I'm going to say. That's right. You're that. right. Eric Hoffman. Yes, yeah, it is. He needs to do his job better. Absolutely, he does. Yes. Well, I mean, what are you doing? How's Ronnie not in the hall? Best slot corner he has ever played the game. Yep. Yep. I was looking at stats the other day. Boy, I mean, he would come off that DB blitz and eat you alive. And he has over 40 interceptions. I want to say he has like 47 interceptions. Yep. It was like some crazy stuff. All right. Give me your score. He's still giving me your score for the, for the Niners game. I go. I, I was at thirty-five, twenty-one. Where are you at? Thirty-four, seventeen. Thirty-four, seventeen. I'm okay. pretty confident about that. All right. So with uh, just about five minutes left here, I think uh, let's get into head coaches. Uh, you know, let's go. Uh, let's go with the big name on the list. Let's go with the big name on the list. Um, Sean Payton. Best fit. Yeah. Where does Where does he go? Where does Payton go? Best fit, or where does he go? Both. Let's start with best fit. Panthers. Mm. Oh, NFC South. Panthers are a good fit. Man, I don't want to see that at all. 
I don't either. I don't want to face him again like uh, that. No, oh, man, Panthers, he's got our number. Panthers have a young defense. They got um, offense. Uh, offense just. I mean, they they've they have been a good really good game. with the two running backs. Yeah, their running game actually went up after McCaffrey left. Three yards per game, crazy. Um, That's wild to think about. It is. Um, but they got DJ Moore, which is a dog. Baller when he has quarterback, that helps. I mean, that's the biggest question mark in Carolina is their is their quarterback situation. Okay, let's go. Where so, do you think he'll end up? I I think if if uh the, if Brandon Staley was gone, I think he would have gone there. Hundred. Yep. Um, yep. I think that, I think you know the chance to to coach a a um generational quarterback, and he has Eckler, and you know how he loves to use his running back and a and a good defense there. Yeah. Heck of a defense, but he's not. That's that's the options not on the table. So, who's our openings? We got Colts, Denver, Arizona, Houston. Arizona's interesting because you know um, they have some weapons, but then now, like, but I found I found it interesting that they said that they want to trade DeAndre Hopkins before they get a head coach in there. I thought that was curious timing, mm. you know. Um, no, you don't even know your status of Kyle Murray going next year. I mean, ACL injury, mobile quarterback like that. I mean, he has and, to get outside the pocket and throw the and ball. And you lost too, JJ Watt. Too short. Yeah. Um, I I think. And you're. And I you're, think if you asked me midseason if that if this was a um, Arizona would have been on top of my list, but I think after after Watt retiring and Hopkins going to be leaving and Murray being with the injury, I just I I, I think they have to re. Uh, they, I think they're going through a rebuild. I think that was evident in the firing of uh of Cliff uh, uh Kingsbury and um you know Bidwell stepped down not Bidwell um their GM their GM yeah had a health Steve problems. Klein, was it yeah yeah had some health problems yeah um so where do, where I mean where does he go then I mean best fit Carolina where does he end up at I have I have where he ends up at in my head Denver I was thinking uh, Denver's my mind I just. I'm just so turned off from from Russell Wilson this year. Yeah, but I feel like he, he you can he can fix Russell if anybody can step in there to help Russell. He, he needs does, he needs he, he needs he needs a bit of an ego check. You know, I mean, if anybody now his wide receivers did stick up for him. Yeah, um, and they started to look better once Hackett got out of there. Like they often started to move the ball. I could see him using. I mean, Hackett was should never be an NFL coach. I could coach see him ever, using yeah. Russell Wilson like he did Drew Brees. Yeah. Um. Quick, the quick passing game, short passing game. Yeah, uh, you definitely got the wide receivers for it. Um, got defense. And defense. You, have, you have the ownership. And you know. J- let's talk about Javante coming back, right? Coming off that injury, hopefully he, he you know comes back hundred percent. I think I think he goes to Denver. Greg Allman just tweeted. Oh yeah. Bucks had second lowest average yards needed on third down, and yet they were one of the worst on third down. Mm. Play calling. <laughs> abysmal play calling. Abysmal. Greg Allman always with stats. Great. Shout out to Greg. Shout out to Greg. One of uh, my favorites. Yep. But, but Denver, yeah, um, I, I, you know, Denver, that defense, great. Now that here's the issue. Look at the division you play in. Right? I mean, you want to talk about division. Now we don't know about the Raiders, but we know about we know about the other ones. Uh, the Raiders. Who knows? But Chiefs. I mean the Colts, Chargers. I think the Colts are a quarterback away. 
a head coach and a quarterback away. You saw they they yeah. uh, you saw they interviewed uh, uh Rick Rick Mustachio. Really? I, I just the X Raiders interim head coach. Yeah. Uh, but X Bucks special teams <laughs> coach <laughs> under John Gruden. Hey. I, I think uh, that would be an interesting pick. I mean, you saw how the you saw how, how um Vegas played after after Gruden left. Yeah. Played inspired, inspired football, just like Dan Campbell. Yeah, that could be another, another, uh, another success story there. Yeah, I um, hated the Josh McDa- the, the Josh McDaniels hire. Not a fan, not a fan of him as a head coach. You know, a lot came out about this week about how, uh, not not bad things about how he calls everybody out in that locker room and holds every single person accountable, coaches, players, and he's going to call you out whether you want to see that. I mean, it's the Patriot way, and I and I heard Derek Carr didn't take uh, didn't take kindly to that. Not that he was. Not that he ever was too tough on Derek Carr, but um, I heard that just the coaching style and that that whole fit just didn't work out. Do you think he did that to Brady? <laughs> Brady did not talk a lot when he was in New England. Let's just put it that way. He was a different. He was a different breed. Yeah. Now he's Florida man, Brady. I love it. Love Florida man, Brady. Yeah. I, you know, I think Sean. Um, I think Denver is a great place for Sean. I think it's where he ends up at. I think that's not only his best fit, but I also think that's where he ends up at. Out of all positions in NFL, I think Dallas is his best fit. Hmm. Not going to be there. Mike McCarthy beat the Bucks. That's just not going to happen. No, I agree with you there. You know, I think uh, his job is safe. Yeah. Well, first episode in the books. Got any last thoughts you want to share? Um, uh. I would say find us on Twitter. What's your handle? At TFUS12. I am at Casey Wiley20. What's your last thoughts? What do you got? Casey Wiley is a shit talker. I am a shit talker. <laughs> Best at it. Um, right, let's finish this up with uh, That's On Me. What's your Ooh, that, What's your That's like that. On Me play of the game, All play right. of the week? Play That's On Me play of the week. You're yeah. going to like this one. Well, yeah. You ready to hear it? All right. This is Tom Brady <laughs> on, uh, I think it was third and goal from the five-yard line. I don't know what kind of RPO play that was. Let's talk about that play. We brought it up. I brought it up earlier. It was either third and goal or second and goal. It might have been second and goal. I think it was second and goal. <laughs> but you look at that play. It's an RPO. Yeah. At the time, I didn't know it was an RPO. I was there. Goal. My seats are right there. They're right on the goal line. They're right there. And Tom Brady just, you see it. He just rips it. Um, he's trying to go for Godwin. Godwin's coming um, coming over the middle. Hey, was the right he trying side. to go? He, he said in his presser he's trying to throw it away and didn't get enough on it. That's right. Yeah, you're right. He, that's what he's trying to do. I mean, it looked like, I mean, obviously Godwin was in the area, but I mean, it was so far above him, didn't matter. Yeah. There was a few times he got he got hit up the middle. Um, during, but, during I mean, game. Brady just sailed it, and it looked like a limp ball, and things just floated there. Five yards out to the back of the end zone. So but if you look at yards. that, but if you look at that play, you see, I mean, you see Evans and and uh, the other receiver and the other receiver with him. I, I guess maybe they were down blocking. Maybe, but if, again, uh, that's on me, Tom Brady. That's on me. You, get it up, Brady. You, yeah, get that ball out of there. Do something with it. That's on you. And that changed the game. Yep. All right, All right. folks. We appreciate you for listening. This is the That's yeah. On Me podcast. Looking forward to uh, watching the games this weekend with you, Tyler.
Go Jags. Oh, let's go.